If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland. A mysterious, all-powerful character. What a crusade of the law. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of the Elseworlds Exchange here on Comic Pop Returns. That's youtube.com slash comic pop returns. I am your host, Sal. And with me as always is Joel from Cape Joel. Uh, we are talking about the multiversal Spider-Man. That is to say, multiple multiversal versions of spider-man from the comics it's at the top of the time that no way home has 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 come out today friday is technically the official day although yesterday came out and i watched it and i will say ladies and gentlemen if you're watching the show live first of all a couple things number one thank you for watching live and you can sponsor today's episode by asking questions using super chats and uh jump into the chat uh number two do not spoil no way home the movie came out last night it is the biggest movie of the year and it's at the end of the year be cool we're gonna have a couple of chat uh, chat moderators just diligently timing people out if and when they say anything do not use super chats as an opportunity to circumvent uh that rule uh no exceptions will be made please show great responsibility yes you have great power to ruin a movie for somebody show the responsibility and not do it Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah so uh, that is the heads up uh, before we start the show. But listen, we're going to be talking about some really ridiculous versions of Spider-Man. I'm really Aww, excited yeah. to talk about this list. We actually had a chance to do this kind of for Batman. Yes, we did. Uh, which was uh, really more alternate multiversal Batman costumes. Not so yeah. much about the Batman and the motivations thereof. More about yeah, just, yeah. do they look rad? <laughs> and they <laughs> and did. Most for the most part, they did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, I found a couple of actually other Batman in my readings just randomly. Like I was looking up something else. I was reading uh, this awful Elseworlds Superman book, <laughs> and in it there are there there is just this horrible Batman costume, and I'm like, how did I miss this? It's so bad, it's great. The world yeah. needs to know. Yeah, like well, there's just this weird like theming involved. Uh, in any case, Spider Man, folks, we're gonna be talking about Spider Man. So I'm very hyped. Uh, Joel had this great idea. Let's talk about Multiversal Spider-Man. Let's talk about the... Now, another proviso, uh, a couple of quid pro quos, uh, <laughs> is that um, there are a lot of female versions of Spider-Man. Yes, and we debated this back and forth, where it's like, do we make this part of the show, or should we really show the Spider-Women their own respect, and you know, maybe closer to that Silk show, or maybe when Across the Universe comes out, because obviously Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, is such a huge part of that. Maybe we shouldn't cut into that. Maybe Spider-Women should be a show unto itself. The fact that in the 616 Marvel Universe, within their own universe, there are no fewer than six Spider-Women. I know, right? And there were always more Spider-Women before Spider-Men. Now it's almost more equal. Totally. So I feel like we can dedicate an entire episode to Spider-Women, which means don't at us with respect to like you forgot spider you forgot that no we didn't forget in fact we recognized them and then wanted to deal with them but we couldn't we had to wait gonna get their own episode we'll call it national spider woman day (laughs) exactly so uh wanted to mention of course this show is sponsored by viewers like you if you're watching the show live uh please feel free to share your thoughts and comments uh, in the super chats and sponsor today's show so we can continue to do it uh nerd king 101 with an incredibly generous opening super chat uh hot damn happy holidays to the entire comic pop team i figured it's the holidays so i can give my favorite channel a little something this is more than a little 
Nerd King, thank you so much for your kindness and your generosity. I know not all videos performed perfectly recently, but I love them all. I hope none of it gets you down and you and Tiffany have a great holiday. Thank you, Nerd King, man. Uh, It's always uh, worth doing, knowing that there's incredible audience members like you out there watching the the shows and enjoying what we do. Um, And it's not about the, uh, the Super Chats. But it does help, so thank you. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, oh, also, your boy Chips Ahoy. I love Spider-Man Peter, who fell into a vat of spiders. They ate him and gained his consciousness as a hive mind. Ah, oh, I'm sorry, Spiders Man. Yes, th- that was on my list. I love Spiders Man too, and the idea that he might be a cannibal and he might eat people, and he's like, oh, I hope people don't know I'm just a bunch of spiders in a suit. Yeah, that like literally. I remember when Spiders Man debuted. It was okay. So here's a weird thing. So Earth X, yes. right? Like Earth X uh, originally, you know, it's everyone's favorite kind of like alternate Marvel universe for a variety of reasons. Jim Kruger's art notwithstanding. Mm. But uh, was it John? No, it was. Uh, I'm sorry. Jim Kruger, I think, wrote it. It was. Uh, uh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be destroyed in the comments. Uh, John Paul Leone. <laughs> there. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> figured it uh, out but anyway uh yeah um that that all came about because wizard magazine asked alex ross to kingdom come the marvel universe what would you do <laughs> with marvel if you did if you could kingdom come it and like they just hashed out earth x and then they made it a comic book sure so did. by the way just pointing that out there oh good I was going to say, there's a couple Spider-Men, quote-unquote, in Earth-X, because there's yes. the old fat cop version, yes. and then there's the homeless guy who becomes an inhuman, and his skin turns red, and he's got, like, the spider design, and he can create illusions, which, you know, like spiders do. That was the original Spider-Man. Right, yes, that's right, because he was Spider-Man, too. That was Spider-Man when it first began, and I remember there being, like, just this drawing that Ross did for wizard of spiders man he's like he's a mystery which was shorthand for i don't know what the hell he is (laughs) but he's a cool drawing cool drawing and then later somebody did something actually like with that name spiders man and became the like (laughs) the i'm a bunch of spiders in a costume (laughs) which is just so funny and the fact that he's a little neurotic about it too like oh i hope no one knows i'm many spiders in one costume right well you shouldn't have tipped them off with the name spiders man (laughs) again he would be perfect for like across the spider verse or one of the sequels where it's like are you are you just many spiders in a costume no a bunch crawl around (laughs) yeah (laughs) But he's just, like, really nice. (laughs) Yeah. But I I just wanted to mention, like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if Wizard Magazine could hang out with Alex Ross and hash out Earth-X, that means that there's potential here for Daniel Warren Johnson or Chip Zdarsky to come on the Elseworlds Exchange and hash out a story or event. Please do. Make that a bit and make that a book. Um, Rusky 9110, when they do Gwen slash Peter slash Miles together in other media, should they put them in the same universe or is the general audience ready for world hopping? They better be because that's the that's the world we live in. Multiverse is not just like a weird kind of like pseudo science fictiony kind of concept. It is such that there is a A24 movie coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Starring Chloe. No, uh, starring what's her name? Uh, Waylin. Wait. Wait, Lynn is the character's name from Tomorrow Never Dies. What is her name? (laughs) Do you know who I'm talking about? No, actually, I'm drawing a blank. Normally, I'm very good at this 20 questions. She's an incredible martial artist and actor. She was in Shang-Chi. Ah, well. 
in any case, uh, there's this crazy movie about the multiverse, and it's like, what? Yeah, it's really become the hot ticket item at the moment, hasn't it? It's yeah, taking over everything. Now the thing, like that's it. It's just like Michelle Which, Yao. Thank you. There you go. Which is a weird feeling because, like, it felt like multiverse concepts was something really for nerds and comic fans. Like that was our thing. And every time you tried to explain the multiverse as a concept to other people, there are like eyes just glazed over and everything. Yeah. No, I I remember the multiverse being just like I remember talking about it with like other nerds who didn't read comics and them going like oh the multiverse like that's that's really bunk like mm. nobody it's it's gauche and bunk nobody talks about it uh but now it's like there's a movie the, the movie's called everything everywhere all at once and it's okay, about yes, it's I've about seen. the multiverse and it's like four heady art house people tell me about it <laughs> You know, so, I yeah. think deserves some credit too for helping normalize the multiverse as a concept. Obviously, Spider Verse and everything, and all this comic-related stuff. Give Rick and Morty some credit too on that too by making it funny and accessible. The Rick and Morty uh, effect. I mean, like it's a hugely popular show, especially when it launched. It didn't shy away from it. In fact, leaned heavily into it. Made it mm. like plot points in the show. Yeah, definitely helped to normalize it in the pop culture space. We live in an so, infinite universe. Anything can happen in that infinite universe. And that might be terrifying, but what if it was hilarious? Yeah, right? So, uh, yeah. the So we, we talked about Spider's Man. Yeah. Boy, <laughs> he's fun. Both versions of him. Yes, yes. Both weirdo versions. Uh, Elias Shockey was always curious about the Bruce Banner version of Spider-Man. May Parker's Spider-Girl is also the goat of multiversal spiders. I agree. Spider-Girl, Mayday Parker is going to get her shot. Uh, in an, a future episode but uh, yeah Sp spider hulk in the book bullet points yeah uh, peter parker is the hulk and bruce banner spider-man crazy so but also I'd, makes a lot of sense in a weird way because they are cut from similar cloths parker and banner seriously it's 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 interesting to see that we never really get to see much hulk and spider-man interaction despite radiation mm. scientists down in their luck like dealing with abuse, you know, like they, yeah. these are the, these are kindred spirits uh, dealing with rage. Yeah, um, in a lot of ways. And yet whenever you see Spider-Man and the Hulk interact, it's always Spider-Man and the Hulk. It's mm -hmm. always like, can Spider-Man beat the Hulk? Not let's see Bruce Banner and Peter Parker interact with each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you feel like maybe that's another direction the MCU could have gone there where Banner became his mentor because we can't have Reed Richards yet, but he's also a super scientist. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Yeah, if, if Incredible Hulk had taken off instead of Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Which, hey, they came out in the same year, didn't they? The Norton one and yeah. Iron Man. People forget that, 2008. Yeah, they put Iron Man at the end of the Incredible Hulk movie. Sure did. Uh, Joshua Vaughn, uh, happy holidays and thanks for another year of awesome. How about a shout out for Spider-Boy and Bizarnage from the Amalgam <laughs> one-shots? Seriously, Spider-Boy's on the cover, man. Spider-Boy yeah. is like, I think Spider-Boy must be the ultimate multiversal Spider-Man because he's the one you'll never, ever see again in the comics. Yep, the one they don't want you to see. At least two issues printed by Marvel and DC, a character that I didn't really even like. And that's the concept of taking Connor Kent Superboy, merging him with Peter Parker, Ben Riley Spider Man, mm -hmm. and making Spider Boy. He shoots. He has a web gun. He's got a lot of powers. He's like his his world is a subversive joke at the expense <laughs> of classic, like you know, kind of Golden Age comics or Bronze Age comics. It's 
ridiculous. They they could create a non-denominational version for the next Spider-Verse as like a joke maybe to be like, oh, it's Spider-Dude, everybody. Look what a dude he is. Here's the thing about that, right? Because like the comics are owned by parent companies. They have to go through rigorous effort to get printed uh, editors and printing and artists and editorial. But when it comes to like video games, you know, they could just do whatever they want because they're billion dollar industries. Yeah. Movies. You know, I remember watching a very Warner Brothers movie, Gremlins, not too mm. long ago. They watch the Disney Snow White film in that they movie. They sure do, which is nuts by today's standards. Completely standard. nuts. But it's like all they had to do was just pay them and put a little credit at the end of the movie. It says Disney Snow White is property Disney Pictures. Like, that's it. I wouldn't be surprised since it's Sony and not Disney if they just went, so Warner Brothers, how much do we owe you to just put Spider-Boy in the movie? Like, <laughs> nothing? Nothing, okay. <laughs> okay, here he is. He's in the movie. He's in like one shot. He says, ha ha! Like, that's it. Like, you know. I could I could see them doing that sooner than in the in the comics. Oh no doubt. On a similar note of Spider Boy, let us also not forget one of the newer. I, I guess multiversal. It was the main universe, but it was tampered with, so maybe it's different. The Jimmy Olsen Peter <laughs> Parker Spider Man of Heroes Reborn Heroes Reborn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He is a multiversal Spider Man. Yeah. That is the Peter Parker who didn't get bit by a spider, and instead. Depending on which version you read, yeah. the Mark Bernardin or the Jason Aaron version is either like a bootlicker to Hyperion yes. or not. Yes, depending on which version, radically different. And also doesn't get bitten by a radioactive spider, gets bitten by an Annihilus insect thing, <laughs> I, if I recall. Yep, turns into a big, horrible, like, Annihilus-esque monster and dies or doesn't, depending on which issue you read. Yeah, and also Hyperion maybe actually liked him after all at the end, and maybe he did miss him and was sad that he doesn't have Spider-Man as a friend anymore, but then the story's over by that point. Right, but then, like, everyone's patience just completely wore out, and that was the end of that. And, and they never really met, though. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. Uh, Rescue 9110 says, I asked because Kingpin is throwing a lot of uh, people, non-readers, off. The idea that the same character can act the same way, but not have the Netflix series passed as racking some brains. Yeah, I can imagine that's the case, but I feel like the same people who are confused uh, aren't asking. You know, they're just like, oh, is that is that just what they did? Okay, whatever. Twitch, yeah, it's like, welcome to comic books, man. This stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, King's Port Cal says, Joel, is that a Daredevil hoodie? I know your first encounter with Spider-Man was a PJ flyer. How has Spider-Man influenced your throughout the years? Go ahead. Yeah. It certainly is a Daredevil. I got this at New York Comic Con the year we were all there, and I got it at a good price, too, because the guy was packing up like, I will give you 20 bucks. <laughs> That's a good price, yes. Yep. Man, I can't believe it's been since that since then. That's, that's Crazy. awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, my uh, Spider-Man's influenced me uh, through being um you know he was a great like, inspiration as far as morality uh he's a i love the design um you know so he's informed my aesthetic for superheroes um to the point where you know i like the character and then i i have opinions about how he's handled <laughs> like and then I, i'll drop comics entirely because of how it's you know how it's affected and and then like you know the same way you interpret fiction or your or your influences as you grow you know there's it's generational yeah but uh, that's my opinion about that uh jack ergram 
Shout out to Miguel O'Hara. I'm actually currently drawing 2099 as I watch this. Oh, nice. Yeah, Miguel. Good old Miguel. One of the one of the earliest like introductions to an alternate Spider-Man. Although, Definitely. if you look at like the 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 pamphlets of the day, Marvel did not want you to think multiversal when you saw Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> Marvel was like, no, 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 no. 2099 is important. And the people were like, why? And they're like, because that is the in-canon future of the That's Marvel universe. That's where we're heading. And they were like, like uh, all of us were like, no. We don't believe you. No. And they're like, well, you just keep reading. <laughs> of course, the answer was they were full of crap. But, you know, that being said, it is definitely multiversal at this point. Miguel's a great character. I'm glad that he at least got into the end of the first movie and then yes. into and then his own kind of whole plot point in the second movie. Yeah, he looks to be the inciting incident for Across the Spider-Verse and probably the guy behind why they have their little webware things now to let them jump between universes. Totally, totally. Uh, I I dig it, man. I, I always loved Miguel's suit. It is incredible looking. It is oddly iconic despite how yeah. like, i have a spider-man 2099 t-shirt and the like logo is so awesome on him it's pretty solid when you see it separate it's really odd like mm. it just doesn't hold up it's more like a weird punisher logo definitely i like his relationship with his hologram buddy i like that he works for an evil corporation but it's like nah, i'm really trying to bring it down from the inside you see yeah, yeah. I love his sex robot backup friend. Uh, yep. Lila? Lila? Layla? I can't remember. In any case. Siri. Yeah. The original Siri. The original Siri. Lila. Yeah. Um, Miguel was interesting because he was also one of those characters who, when you introduced you, like, you know, you're reading Spider-Man, and then you pick up this new book about, like, a, a Spider-Man from the future. He is so not Peter Parker. no. And it's really fun. Like, I remember, it was really jarring as a kid, see, like, you know, dealing with him. And then seeing him, I'm like, yeah, you know, like, it's something else. So you're getting something very different. And it works. Like, in the universe he's in, it's a miserable, like, cyberpunk, mm -hmm. like, dystopia. And then, you know, uh, he learns a lot of lessons along the way. Like, I'm really, you know, it, it, I'm good old Miguel learned a lesson and grew up. He even got his own freaking video game yeah wow that's right yeah i mean i guess if we want to talk about the most influential just in terms of recurring miguel o'hara 2099 is always there in one form or another his costume is always an unlockable skin he's a playable character in the video game <laughs> yeah, it's so and, and i think it really is just like that's the thing about the strength of a design like if he looks dope enough they will endure he will maintain has his own future slang which is great shock that <laughs> oh yeah i love his slang well it's just just leaning into the whole uh the whole alternate future thing and I, they did the same thing with batman beyond so it like actually works really well it, uh, do you think uh, he's gonna have his future slang and across uh, the spider-verse when we eventually see him and that's gonna be a thing <laughs> i feel like it's gotta right like uh, at this point you gotta have miguel say shock instead of the f word it'd actually be a great opportunity for them to just work the f-bombs into the script like have a really like have a dennis leary-esque foul mouth <laughs> character just just spouting off anger uh, which would be friggin' awesome, wouldn't it? I mean, like, I, 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 I can see that in a Lord and Miller script already. Gwen and Miles look at each other. Are they, is, is that what swearing sounds like in the future? <laughs> Are those future swears? Should we be hearing those? Right? Yeah, I would love that. I'd love to see that. Like, just to see the censors be like, 
this sounds wrong. This sounds this sounds nasty. This <laughs> this guy sounds like an angry person. It's like Lobo but, with Bastich. <laughs> right? Bastich. And yet always managed to get through it. It's yep. literally two curses at the same time. And yet sure managed is. to get through it. Uh, Speed Vescu says, personal favorites, noir. First two mm. miniseries were dynamite. Deserved to follow up ongoing with the same tone. Too bad I became a victim of everything has to be like the movies. I don't know if that's true. I think that's more just like, oh, if, you, if, you, if you mean Spider-Man noir has been now changed, or at the very least, like they're not going to do anything like the comics because of Nick Cage Spider-Man noir, then mm. I think yes. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man noir. I remember uh, when the noir suite came out mm-hmm. and they were like nick or uh, nick cage luke cage noir x-men noir which punisher noir punisher noir x-men noir is horrendous yeah it is it's not good at all but uh spider-man noir awesome pretty damn cool hole pretty damn cool it's well i don't know if they all connect because i didn't read enough of them like i didn't read iron man noir but uh, i don't know if they're all in the same universe but i'm i, I kind of like that if if they're not mm. I, I think like the idea Spider-Man is if they were popular we'd start crossing them over sure but they weren't uh, but yeah, Spider-Man Noir, cool idea, great execution, really interesting concepts. Dope design, despite how like messy it could be. Mm-hmm. You look at him and it's just kind of like, he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot of accoutrements. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's the shadow, basically. He's the shadow he, or the spider. That too. <laughs> yeah, don't tell Dynamite. Yeah, no, it really is. I'd say they'll bring the high-priced lawyers, but I'm like, can Dynamite hire high them? Absolutely lawyers. not. Uh, Cowboy, the Spider-Man series with the Zodiac ended with a multiversal twist. Scorpio walked into an ominous door. Seemed like the end was foreshadowing. Oh Thank no, you. that's right. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about I forgot about that like years-long storyline with Scorpio and the key and the friggin' say, door and everything. Are we talking about the friggin' that, that Dan Slot story arc? I think so. That never ended, but he was sure to end it before he left. That was like his penultimate issue. And now to finish this Zodiac and Key storyline. Right. Be- because literally nobody but Dan Slot asked for it. Look, if it ends up paying off and across the Spider Verse, though, Zodiac, I'm the main villain. It's me. <laughs> oh my God. There's no way. Uh, boy named Sue for Spider Girls, the longest running female title for Marvel. Shame she doesn't get the spotlight oh. she deserves. It's all Gwen variants now. Yeah, man, it's different worlds. But listen, she's the longest running female title for Marvel. I didn't know that. She actually. absolutely shouldn't have existed. Like she was a what if one off joke idea concept that then got fervor and fandom and and was propelled to her own book. And DeFalco clearly really cared and made that like his creative baby moving forward, which you love to see it. Right. Like you, you, she has her own clone saga. Yeah. There's enough spider Gwen out there and it's still in print. You can get it. You don't never ask for too much of a good thing. And as far as spider Gwen variants go, they're all really good though. Like, did you see the one of her as bullseye? It's really, why are they all so good? Sal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Those Gwen variants pretty dope. They're fucking great. (laughs) How come we didn't get the, the Gwen's eye? Gwen's. I don't know, man. Well, why aren't we getting a Gwen verse suit? Isn't that like a thing? She's getting her own spider verse, like three issue mini fine all right i honestly don't know i'm not paying attention to, to the, the spider gwen stuff uh adam Thenhall or Thenhaus says he's not really a spider-man but i always dug earth x a spider's man and the reimagining of his webs thank you for pointing out his webs of illusion mm. <laughs> happy holidays you too man uh yeah we mentioned spider's man at the top of the hour but uh i, I we did not mention 
the fact that yeah he like shoots webs i think they're on the top of his hands and he sprays people down and it's like it's oh it's really weird it's an interesting evolution of the concept right <laughs> again a lot of these spider people we're talking about don't have like extra powers they may basically just do what spider-man does i always enjoy that but what if they could do something else like venom yeah. blasts <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I guess being invisible, too. I feel some writers forget Miles can do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know I did. He doesn't use it all the time. Heck, there was that big Ben Riley crossover with uh, him this week in Spider-Man, and he used the Venom Blast. And I'm like, oh, he can also go invisible, too. He probably should have done that at some point during this fight. Yeah. At least he does in the in the in the movie. Yeah, he does. Um, the, the derpiest of derps. Don't forget super spider from amalgam <laughs> yes super spider uh what i think name. that's just what spider boy grows into but i don't remember um yeah superman and spider-man he's a kryptonian his father rich l sent him <laughs> to earth in an escape pod huh <sighs> uh here's one i'm sure no one remembers but i think this would be a great addition to across the spider verse this could fill the spider ham roll spider monkey from marvel apes oh my god that one wrote itself, right? Because it there sure are did. actual spider monkeys. <laughs> there are spider monkeys. It's right there. Come on, guys. It'll be the next big plush thing. That'll be the new baby Yoda, I promise, by Christmas, you know, two years from now. No, they're not. I, dude, let me tell you, I don't know how many times I've told the story on the show, but I will mention it one more time at Please least. Do. Um, I was there when Marvel was invented uh, <laughs> at New York. The first year in New York Comic Con, I didn't know what else to do because it was the you know new show. We couldn't get on the main floor because it was crazy and it was packed and it was only in one area. Um, so we're walking around. We're going to we're going to panels and the Cup of Joe panel is happening. And I'm like, oh, let's go. There were about 25 people in the audience for Joe Casada, who was editor in chief of Marvel at the time, doing his Cup of Joe panel. And uh, so we walk in in the middle of the panel. We have a seat and uh, they had already opened the floor up to question and answer. And uh, this person raised their hand. Joe Casada called on him and he said, I've got two words for you, Joe. Marvel apes. <laughs> and Joe Casada, like, just lost it. He was like, <laughs> It's nice to know it's just that easy to pitch something to Joe Casada. Seriously, he goes, Marvel apes. Oh my God. That is such a great idea and has so many possibilities that is such a great idea and the, he had a panel of other creators with him i think bennis was there and they were just like lol they thought it was funny and he's like and he kept as the panel kept going he was like don't let me forget about marvel apes don't let me forget marvel apes that is happening marvel apes and sure enough like the first issue was a homage to the new avengers cover i, I was like i remember like a year later i'm like there, there it is he did the thing i thought it was just a long bit but no he really liked that idea spider monkey uh, i'm glad that we got to see the end of that universe yeah Talk to <laughs> doom it's just like no be gone yeah not really referenced ever again huh like in all these other things like spider-man 29 will always come back oh, spider yeah. monkey in eh, no we never see spider monkey i think it's because spider monkey is killed by dr doom uh, Dr. Doom catches him and he says, before I end your miserable life, please tell me what Simeon is Dr. Doom in your universe. <laughs> and he says, a baboon. And Doom <sighs> says, Dr. Doom, the baboon. <laughs> yes, 
that makes sense. I'm going to end the your entire reality. <laughs> yeah, I see what Casada was saying. Yeah, Doctor Doom, the baboon, solid ten on ten. Right. <laughs> Uh, Rusky 910, Kane and Ultimate Jessica Drew are two I love. I wish they would do more with. Mm. Uh, if you mean Kane, like the the rejected spider clone who had his own book for a while called Sp- Scarlet Spider, he's not an alternate version. I mean, again, those spider verses play fast and loose. Where it's like, wait, are you the real version of you or are you just a version I'm meeting? <laughs> right, right. No, I think that's, I mean, like, I yeah, think it was Kane the real is him. Main too. Kane. Ultimate Jessica Drew, though, now that's a character I haven't seen used to any effect outside of the ultimate universe tell me about it bizarre right because it's basically just ultimate peter parker but like with you know new experiences and memories and stuff but like interesting yeah great character great design too Mm -hmm. but jessica drew belongs in another episode cosmic reader something i really want to see with miguel is to see him have a conversation with miles in spanish oh (laughs) that would be that's a good point yeah, dual heritage. Yeah, that would do great. Dude, what a great point. Oh, great idea. See, I got the Joe Casada moment. That's got to happen. That's got to happen. Somebody used to tweet it, sell it in the med, and just be like, yo. <laughs> yo, it would be cool. Uh, no hey, AO'd. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, well, we're talking about Spanish language yes, Spider-Man. Spanish. Let us not forget about uh, uh, Aracancino Jr., who was the luchador protector of New or Mexico City in the Spider-Verse. He's literally just Rey Mysterio Jr. Yes. Betrayed <laughs> by his tag partner, and now he fights crime. Right. And I love everything about it. Because Spider-Man has a long history with wrestling. That was his original gig. That's true. And he's, and he's very acrobatic. He's a high flyer. He could have kept doing that if he wanted. Yeah. And in this you, universe, he does. If you look at Amazing Spider-Man 1, that movie, he's inspired by a luchador mask. Yep. Fighting that with Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus Macho Man and Spider-Man 1. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, that has an unidentified universe. I love it. Just that he's... That, that happened. The We're spider luchador. His color scheme, ironically, is exactly like Spider-Man 2099, too, with more yeah. blue than red. Odd. Very. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, no AO'd. Uh, Superior, Kane, 2099, Japanese are all my favorite. The worst are Spider-Monkey, Marvel Apes is painfully <laughs> unfunny. No question about that. No argument here. I'm always going to defend the, the 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 derision of Spider-Ape, or of Super Apes, Marvel Apes. Superior and Kane are all in the universe. They are not multiversal. They do multiverse hop, but they're we, from 616. And we do run into other versions of spider Rock from other universes later on, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. It's a whole different bag. But yeah, that Sentai Japanese TV show Spider-Man. I love that that is stuck around as a meme and almost in sometimes too in Spider-Verse. It's, you know, like almost earnest in the love where it's like, yeah, he has a giant robot that comes to help fight. Yeah. Who doesn't love Leah Pardon? Yeah. Listen, if you don't have any reverence for that character, which I didn't as a kid or as an adult, uh, watch the like, whatever that documentary series on Disney Plus was about. Yes. It. Yes. Because like there's a whole episode dedicated to that character and that like phenomenon. And it's like. It's kind of cool. It's wild. It's really kind of wild. Crimson Knight 700, the Spider-Man of Life Story Mm. limited series. One of my favorite recent versions of Spider-Man. Thanks again for the amazing show. Glad I had a day off to watch live. Glad to have you, man. Happy holidays to you. Uh, Yeah, man. The Life Story Spider-Man. I don't even, you know, it's funny. I don't even think about it as like, you know, like the assassin Spider-Man from Spider-Man versus Wolverine. What if? Yeah. yeah. I don't really consider Life Story to be an alternate Spider-Man because it's basically a distillation 
Yeah, that's like the best of word everything you know about Spider-Man. But if you like read it, it's very different. Like he's got different suits. He does, which yeah. delineates him from the universe. Like he's very got much. a whole different origin. He's got well, not origin, but he's got different. He's got a different world. Very, very much it's, so. It's an interesting universe, One especially by the explore. end too. I mean, yeah, he's got kids who stick around and everything. Spider kids. He's got friggin' uh, next generation of Marvel. Like that Marvel age. That Marvel universe ages in real time. Yeah. So it, it'll be drastically different issue to issue. So, yeah. So good. Right? That universe has friggin' uh, Miles Morales in it. It does, yeah. By the end, how great is that? It's got its own multiversal character. Hey, you know, we didn't mention another uh, multiversal character who is probably the most recognizable, and I'm just throwing it out there because it's like there's no rhyme or reason. Uh, Miles Morales originally came from the Ultimate Universe, completely yeah. different alternate reality version of spider-man so, so um, popular and so beloved he got to survive the destruction of the ultimate universe yeah yeah i so like let me ask you this about miles and his integration into 616 because like i feel like if bendis wasn't a weary creator at that time if he wasn't going to leave marvel and if the ultimate universe was still economically viable do you think they still would have made him move Miles into the main Marvel universe? Or do you think it's just because Bendis left, they went, we're going to kill all of it, but we're still going to move Miles to the main universe. We're going to keep the stuff we like. Man, you know, I go back and forth on that all the time. The the the, the real Marvel what if, yeah. if things had been different, if they had kept Miles in his own universe. Because those stories were really goddamn good and people were really interested and really into them. And it was always an event when a new Miles ultimate spider-man would come out and everything i remember this quite vividly because it was around the same time i started my comic book youtube career yeah and what a big deal it was but i also feel like there was this kind of like feeling of dread and winding down where it's like oh no earths are crashing into each other oh no like they, they, they kind of had like the bungled like miles on a team like what was that was that the new oh god are you talking about when he was in the 616 or in the, still in the Ultimate Universe? He was still in the Ultimate Universe, and they yes. spun him off into a team. What was it? It was uh, Cloak and Dagger. And... Yeah, it was, it was basically Marvel Knights, but like the young, but like the like like the, the Runaways. Young... It was really weird. What the fuck was that book? Because it, it wasn't called like New Avengers. It wasn't no. called like New Ultimates. Like what the hell was it called? I don't remember. It wasn't great, and it's like, oh no, you know, when Bendis isn't writing it, oh no. Yeah, I. You know, what's funny. That's the thing is, I didn't read it. Like. I did. I, I I was just like, if if Bennis ain't writing it, I ain't reading it. That's that's how into Miles I was. I'm like, I need more Miles. I need more of this. And they had set up Cloak and Dagger in his book and everything. I'm like, I need more of this. I'm like, this this isn't great. I'm gonna keep reading it, but it's not great. Yeah, yeah, no. But yeah, I, I truly wonder, you know, how things would have done different. Honestly, I think Miles would have been a hit regardless. I think we would have oh, gotten yeah. Spider Verse the movie regardless. I just think the comics might look a little different. Yeah, I think you're right. I I feel like they definitely would have strong-armed him into putting him in the main universe. Maybe I we mean, just would have gotten more crossovers. Maybe Web Warriors would have been a bigger deal where it's like, no, we really need to say that, yes, he can jump back and forth. Yeah, I feel like the only reason why they would have wanted him to jump back and forth is because Bendis was putting up a fight. Yes. Otherwise, they were like, just make him part of the main universe. I mean, let us not forget, they famously said there, look, if we ever cross over 616 oh. in Ultimate Universe, it means we're out of ideas. Yep. And then they immediately did. Or, <laughs> yeah, it took did. a while, but they did it twice. Multiple and... times since. Oh, yeah. Well, you got two different Spider-Men crossovers, plus you also had the horrendous uh, 
Secret Wars tie-in. Ultimate End or whatever it was called. Oh, God, I forgot about that one. So horrible. I forgot um, about that. And so then you got the other random Ultimate characters that are running around like... What's the Maker? Wolf- yeah, the Maker. Well, he went back in the Venom book. And also, doesn't doesn't Wolverine still technically have a kid? Or Jimmy, Jimmy Hudson? Hudson. Where, where does he stand on Krakoa's... Uh, I, I think Krakoa actually does have like a multiversal like no policy on, on Jimmy. Yeah, really sorry. You're not from here. Right? <laughs> Just a hard no. No Hudson's allowed. Yeah. Uh, King's uh, Port Cal. Uh, will Spidey ever get with Black Cat in the MCU? Probably. Makes sense to me. Uh, will and Golden, Spider-Man UK and Spider-Punk yeah. was awesome. Yes, yeah, Spider-Punk is yeah. definitely on my list. Who's a Spider-Man who is not Peter? It's Hobie. That's right. That's right. And that's a great idea. Good use of Hobie Brown. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a great reveal, too, because you see him in the original Spider-Verse just under the mask. You know he's British because he has an accent and everything. It's only when you read his special little tie and do you see, oh, shit, it's Hobie. And he's fighting like an evil Thatcher era Norman Osborn. Yes. And, and the art is all like the Sex Pistols. And even his logo is like the old Sex Pistols thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's so fucking cool. Right. Uh, plus, hey, speaking of like not Peter Parker's and British Spider UK yeah. is Billy Braddock. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah just totally different. Uh, yeah, the whole Captain Britain Cormier, he he got a lot of play in the dance law thing. Like even when Spider Verse was done, he kept coming back. Spider UK. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, did they kill him off or did they hang? I, I, well, they ended the they ended the Captain Britain core. Yeah. So I assume he didn't make it, but I guess there might be a Betsy Braddock Spider UK. <laughs> Maybe I was. I feel like uh, what is it? Tiff could answer this question because Excalibur wasn't there like a whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, where they were like screwing around with the core. I don't remember. They, seeing re- they restarted it and they made them all uh, Betsy Braddocks instead. So I'm guessing there's a Betsy Braddock Spider UK somewhere out there. Huh. I should hope so. That'd be um, cool. Yeah. Why uh, Spider Punk never get a miniseries? I always felt like he should have at least gotten three issues to himself. Didn't he get like at least a one shot? He like, did, yeah. He was one of the first in the original Spider Verse to get a one shot, which also makes me think he'll probably get to be in across the Spider Verse or the sequel because he's just so cool, right? Now it's like, uh, well, they just get Russell Brand to play him, or uh, are they gonna get somebody. Oh no, him? I don't think they're getting Russell Brand for <laughs> anything anymore. I, I don't know if you've been seeing the shit he's been saying on Twitter. I don't I think that's not, gonna happen. I, I don't oh, that him. man is deteriorated pretty hard. I mean, anybody could have told you that. I'll tell you. Like, every time I saw him, I'm like, what is his appeal? Remember when he was everywhere for like a year? Yes. Yes, I do. That's why he was on my my list, but not as a thing I'd want to see, just like as a thing (laughs) I'd think that Sony would probably cast. Uh, Joshua Mayhead with a super sticker that's uh, really, really generous. By the way, if you can't see it here, uh, it's a hippo, uh, I think, jumping out of a box. (laughs) Nice. Uh, thank you so much, man. And thank you for the for the super sticker and for your generosity and happy holidays to you. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Um, what other uh, what other multiversal Spider-Man are some of your favorites? Um, oh, I, I got a whole list of what here's one that I think a lot of people forget. Yeah. And this is debatable if this is technically a Spider-Man because it's technically Peter Parker and he was Spider-Man, but it became something else. It's yeah. the Hobgoblin of Earth 21025. Oh, no. Where Gwen dies, he kills the Green Goblin, and he becomes Hobgoblin, and him and Spider-Gwen have a side adventure that ends with him heroically sacrificing himself. Right, yeah. I just <laughs> thought that's very interesting. Like, huh, you never see that, a world where he becomes Hobgoblin. No. <clears throat> Outside of, you know, his appearance, but that's it. 
It's literally a one shot. And yet this story has stuck with me all these years later. Yeah, I guess that's kind of cool. There's something to be said for like, if you experience this character and it sticks with you, despite like no one remembering it or trying to remind you. It's much more a Gwen story. It's much more Gwen being like, oh, wow, my death really fucked you up, huh? And not only fucked you up here, but fucked you up on multiple Earth. Right. (laughs) And she, I think that's where she eventually tells the guy like, yeah, my Peter, you know, when I got bitten by the spider, he became the lizard and then he died. And that's like the story she tells. I think he's the first one who hears that story, actually. Mm, And he's like, and he's like, oh, God. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I could have been a lizard. Uh, here's another truly forgotten one. Arachnite from Infinity Warps, where it's Spider-Man and Moon Knight united. What a wasted potential, if there was any to begin with. I remember just being like, I guess I'll read this one, and then reading it and being like, this is not very good. Like, I just couldn't get into this as a concept, because I'm just I couldn't like, either. what is the... What is the what is the appeal? What is the blend between these two characters that did, actually makes it interesting? Didn't a bunch of them get follow-ups though? I feel like a bunch of these they books did. got follow-ups. Oh, they did. They did, despite no clamoring for it. Yeah. Uh somebody reminded me of Spider-Man Rain, the sad mm. old Spider-Man from Dark Knight oh, Retiming to yes. Spider-Man Rain, uh, which is a book I hate, but oh, uh, yeah. you know, it's he's in it and he's Spider-Man, and it it is ridiculous. Radioactive semen. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> That's the book that comes from. How about that book? Um, I always rem- I remember when they pushed Spider-Man the manga back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the yeah. the manga verse, I guess, is what I what I was trying to say. And uh, that Spider-Man, so beloved and remembered, he's in the he's in the skins for the video mm-hmm. game. But also, uh, the book like did well. Like I remember really? people really responding to it and <laughs> and enjoying it. I remember it being like a maybe and maybe it's just because my roommate in college loved it. Huh. But I, I do remember like the manga verse Spider-Man being something that stuck around in people's like cultural consciousness and it and it being like kind of this was an idea that I think around the same time they also tried out Peter Parkaw or whatever however you pronounce him the Indian Spider-Man oh Pakrabar yes Pakrabar, uh, okay. yeah. Yeah, which I am 100% certain that version will be in across the Spider-Verse because we see a bunch of Indian writing in the background when he's fighting Spider-Man 2019 oh yeah then there you go I mean I'm thinking all the like multicultural Spider-Men are going to be in these movies. Like you're going to see Japanese ma- manga verse, like uh, spider clan in this book, in, in this movie, you're going to see spider UK or spider, not spider UK. Cause it's more, it's very Marvel. It's it's good for international audiences. I, I love the Indian Spider-Man story because I think it's the perfect codifier of basically what the original Spider-Verse movie was trying to say before it ever did. And that is, anyone can be spider-man the story is so beautifully universal you can superimpose it on any culture and any person in the world Agreed. and it works he's a, a you know hard-working you know guy who doesn't get a lot of respect he lives with his aunt and uncle and eventually he learns great power great responsibility universal yeah no it's true that was that was the pitch that the 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 through line was just like it can apply to anybody and then they and and they and they executed and it like they all were genuine efforts that made it like that, that proved the point mm-hmm. um nb yellow palette and i enjoy uh a, his alternate versions of mm. children like anna and like anna and mayday a lot of people uh, do yeah they do uh they got big again, fan followings they do spider girls though go on another show but uh i do Whole episode yeah i i feel like anna <laughs> i feel like annie was created 
deliberately so that people wouldn't think Mayday. Yeah, so we can't use May because that's that's a whole other that's MC two. We got to do a whole other thing. Yes, I'm glad Will I'm Golden mentioned the Ghost Rider Spider Man because oh, yeah. he's so not a character and he's <laughs> only in like one or two pages of yeah. book, and yet PS4 video game skin real popular. Not like uh, no. It was just like, what is this? And then you find out what issue it is. You read the issue and you're like, there's nothing here. <laughs> but I'm a video game designer, Sal, and that's a cool image from a video game. Is it? It's bizarre. Uh, it is cool in terms of it being a ghost rider, but it's just so bizarre. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's nothing. Yeah, it, It's a weird decision. It's just like, I want to do the Spider-Man. Spider-Man does not wear jackets. He wears a full skin tight leotard. <laughs> so we need to blend the ghost rider head to the skin tight costume but make it blue i don't know bizarre how uh, how about the stan lee spider-man who we see for a split second in the finale of spider getting i don't remember that one there's a there's a stan lee spider-man in the very end of spider getting again it's like maybe a blink and you'll miss it page but i'm like oh that's a nice little tribute so it's like if stan lee were spider-man yeah because again hey infinite universe yeah, all right, you got me there. That's kind of fun. <laughs> I'm sh I'm shocked that one didn't get like a one shot or even like a backup. I'm like, oh, you mean you can't tell me a version of Spider Man who's also a struggling comic writer at the same time on top of everything else lives That's in kind New of York. A fun. All right, I'd read that. Uh, Ruben asks a really interesting question, but he says just like, are the games or movie canon in the multiverse of the comic? That's an interesting question, and the answer is basically yes. Uh, they are canon but only to the writer and the editor's discretion. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, for example, in Spider-Verse, I think, you have at least two different movie Spider-Men appear. Yes, who are implied to be Garfield and uh, Maguire, who have a whole conversation. Never take off their masks, but they have a back and forth, and it is heavily implied that that is who they are. And they can't say it, and it's because they didn't, like, they needed to get, like, rights from the movies yeah to apply because marvel and sony were not in bed yet at this point yeah so it's it's one of those things where it's like yes they could do it but they need to secure rights from other places and like comic books are so small compared to tv and movies that like we'd just rather you didn't yeah you know like it takes so much it's either that there's like no editors and they're asleep at the wheel and you can get away with it and then like ask for forgiveness rather than permission or you get a no. Yeah. Um, for example, in Strange Academy, there's a reference to the Amalgam Universe oh. in the upcoming or, or just released Strange Academy issue. And it's like, oh, nice. you could tell that there was no conversation. Like they just it's a it's a page of text. There's no reason to put it in there except that like uh, the, the creators thought it'd be funny. Mm. And because I know that Marvel has like two editors working at any given moment. Um, they just Slipped didn't run on it in. They just, they just went, just going to put it in there. It's just text and, and it's, and it's derisive. So whatever, but uh, yeah. So um, there's that. Um, there's always like the alternate multiversal Spider-Man who are basically Spider-Man, but for a choice. Those are all the what if Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, like, what if he joined the Fantastic Four? What if Uncle Ben didn't die? What if he was what an X-Man. Yeah. What if he was possessed by the alien costume? You know, like, 
a lot of those. What and if he's a monster? That's a real popular one. What if he kept his six arms and became a monster? Here's right. here's, here's probably the deepest cut I got. Earth the Web Slinger from Avatar's The Covenant, which is a Captain Avalon story where there's a Spider-Man who is like a Dungeons and Dragon monster and like a red cloak and like mandibles and shit. <laughs> nice. Good use of that character that like, no, you'll find it a dollar bin somewhere someday. I'm pretty sure the writer of this story doesn't even remember writing this story. And also, not even a Spider-Man story. Spider-Man is a supporting character to Captain freaking Avalon. Right. Captain Avalon. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking of, uh, with that respect, there's a What If comic. I can't remember what issue it is, but like there was a period where Marvel was like, we're going to make the... Um, we're going to make the... Um, the what if series just a dark miserable like horror fest <laughs> and so in it like spider-man gets bit by peter parker gets bitten by a radioactive spider and it transforms him into a giant horrible spider like but not all the time like he's been his dna has been changing over time he's a aware he spider is, and he's just becoming a aware spider but at some point or another like it he kept it at bay long enough to meet marry and have and, and have a child with gwen stacy who then dies <laughs> oh no and so he passes on his genetic like his genetic material to this kid ben or rich i don't i think it's ben but there's a he has a son who is also afflicted but he's a mutant oh. like he's mutated as a result of spider-man's dna and so he looks like a spider person as well like he looks like a spider and right and so Peter is like working to cure himself and his son and you know but the spider within him needs to feed you know it's, it's a horror show it's and there's no Spider-Man in it whatsoever I think it's called like arachnomorphosis or something it sounds horror. gross it's super gross it's super miserable but like that's an alternate that's an alternate reality Spider-Man like that's a it's Jeff Goldblum's the fly but also Spider-Man don't hold your breath for that for the animated one for across the spider-verse. I would not. But it also I'm I don't mind spoiling it. There's a great moment where like, you know, Ben is gonna like die or something, and he runs to Westchester. Mm. The, you know, like maybe I'll live here. And it's just like, oh way to way to make it there's like a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Uh Lucha Dandy, uh Penny Parker was fun. We even got two versions. The comic is just True. an EVA reference, and the movie. It was more of a generic, a general anime archetype. Yeah, yeah, the the comic is super Evangelion. I remember when they did it again. It's like, and here's the Venom yeah. giant robot too, as well. That's awesome. Which I, I know he said we weren't going to talk about Spider Woman because that's its whole episode. Penny Parker's but... interesting because she, yeah, she is technically a Spider Woman, but like, is she though? She's not really a Spider. She has like a robot. Like, yeah, like she's not Spider anything. I mean, I mean, wasn't her dad Peter Parker? Am I remembering that right? Because she's technically the daughter of a Spider-Man. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because right, you got me there. Because he built the machine. Yeah. I, I was going to mention Spider-Bite, which is technically also a Spider-Woman. <laughs> that's Spider-Man woman for the internet age. You know, my Spider-Person is an avatar, and I fight viruses and everything. It's very yes. Tron. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack Ingram, how about the many what-if comics like Flash Thompson or Spider-Man vs. Wolverine, mm. where he becomes an assassin? Yeah, Flash Thompson as Spider-Man was an interesting one. Um He's done it a couple times now, hasn't he? Yeah, the one I remember was when was what if Peter Parker had to destroy Spider Man or something? Where mm. uh, Spider Man, Peter Parker, basically is like a doormat to Flash Thompson. Like Flash Thompson pushes Peter out of the way during the experiment. He gets bit. He becomes Spider Man. He becomes a bully. 
he doesn't want to call himself spider-man so he calls himself the spider mm. peter develops doc ock technology and becomes <laughs> spider-man and defeats him the fantastic four take his powers away but synthesize his abilities and offer it to peter and peter pours it down the drain and he's like why would i i have all i need with just my noggin and he like jameson loves him because he's a hero with a face with no mask it's it's a really fun silly comic but it's also like that's one you don't see because it's just peter parker with doc ock arms which is interesting in itself because as they've said many times before hey i'm an arthropod you're a cephalopod we all got lots of arms exactly uh and uh assassin spider-man is just like one of those characters that i'm surprised hasn't gotten his own series i i don't remember him playing any role in either of the big spider-man crossovers though i'm shocked he didn't because it's spider-man if he let the misery of of killing charlemagne or uh, yeah charlemagne charlie uh wolverine's girlfriend uh make him like divorce himself from his friend's family and life in america and become an assassin for hire and uh it's a dope costume it's kind of an homage to the alex ross suit that Mm. uh but it's a it's a Peter who's just like let the misery and bitterness take over. Wasn't there a what if from not long ago where it was Peter Parker, but he became the Punisher, Punisher. but he still wore a Spider Man costume? Yes. <laughs> does, does, does that count, or is he technically something else because his name is different, even though the suit is the same? No, that's that that counts. That's what if Spider Man became the Punisher? Like, right. Okay. <laughs> that's that's Spider Man. I mean, look, you see that suit, which. I bought that issue because of that suit. It's very good looking. And it's a recreation of the classic cover where the Punisher shooting two guns and his yes. mouth is wide open. The Mike Zek cover. Exactly. Such a great cover. But it's Peter um, and he's got guns in place of his web shooter. Yeah, which is Assassin Spider-Man does too. Uh, but to better effect, I think. Mm. Uh, Jace Jensen says, uh, the Peter Parker from the Dark Ages is, uh, I guess, a stay-at-home dad with oh, a grapple yeah. hook web shooters. Yeah, True I love enough. that one. I mean, it's basically just Peter Parker. But yes. Uh, I like boy that named one Sue a lot. Four. Uh, well, is there one way one more day didn't happen? I want that. Uh, yeah, it's called Spider Girl. <laughs> yeah, where it continues for a long stretch of time. Yep. Tevia, what about Norman Osborn Spider Man? Oh, yeah, that was a thing. And uh, I think that was Superior Ox, like Ultimate Foe. He had to fight an evil version of uh, Norman, who was also a Spider Man. Right. Does, uh, does, does Superior Ox count? Yeah, I wonder, because technically he is Spider-Man, and we do run into other versions of him from other universes, so right. maybe not the main superior Spider-Rock, but no. definitely some of the other ones we meet. The AMC 2000, this is great, also to Sideways Cat. <laughs> oh. You know what? Might as well. Yeah, yeah, although there is a Spider-Man in, like, the Legion of Superheroes or something that they put in there. Oh, wow. Like, he's there. Like, it's a different Spider-Man, but it is Spider-Man. Sideways counts, but he doesn't get invited to any of the family reunions. He's the black sheep of the bunch. I think it's more like Sideways mistakenly gets invitations to (laughs) Spider-Gatherings. He's like, what are you doing? And, like, he'll just pop in and be like, this is not me. Well, you live very in New York. Co- it's very distinct in my universe. You live in New York and you record stuff, don't you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're a kid who's like mistrusted by the media and you have this cool costume with big eyes on your face and a skin tight outfit. Yeah. And you're fast talking. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, yeah. you kind of got that quantum and woody color scheme, too. I feel like that could be a joke, too, that one of those guys shows up. <laughs> Valiant would love that. Uh, man, quantum and woody has a great color scheme. Sure uh, does. Yeah, boy, Chips Ahoy. What about Identity War Spider-Man? Uncle Ben didn't die, but he is a jerk and makes Peter consume the energy of other Spider-Man. Yeah, that's the that's that horrible 
issue that I remember reading. Yeah. It's, just, it's awful. On that note, does Doppelganger Spider-Man count <laughs> too, who's like a monster? He does come from another reality. That is, Ooh. you know, so yeah, I think so. I think Doppelganger Spider-Man does count. And it's just, he is just a monster though. Like he's not spider. It's amazing how he's just, he's just Spider-Man with six arms, talons, razor webbing, a, a monster mouth, no brain. No, like, and stuck around for a long time. I remember him. I remember seeing him in. Um, oh, there was a there was an issue. He's on the cover, and I remember seeing it because of Maximum Carnage. So I picked up that mm. issue where he and uh, Mackendale Hobgoblin fight him. Nice. And uh, I was just like, "What is this?" <laughs> and like, of course, you'd have to read Infinity War to find out. But like, yes, from the time. But like, even then, it doesn't really make any sense. It's just Double. another. We we made doppelgangers what and they stuck around to even recently i think in like that philip kennedy johnson agent venom book he's in that no yes he is like the evil corporation is experimenting on him to get something out of it i'm like oh my god this character is still around right that's so weird Th that character like outlived the daredevil doppelganger yeah <laughs> yes that daredevil which lasted way too long as well tell me about it they that's... used that as a plot point to like clean up messes in their friggin where they're like uh, uh he's dead uh so am i that's a wait till chip zadarsky that's gonna be the big finale of devil's reign the doppelganger daredevil's gonna show up again if anybody could do it with him and it was me i was behind fisk the whole time oh, god Cowboy says, I would like to see a what if series with Captain Carter, Spider-Man UK and Blade, Ooh. a multiversal UK team up. That'd be great. They, they tried the union, which was their idea of like a United Kingdom super team. And then they launched it in an event and then they couldn't launch it. And then that died on the vine very quickly, Uh huh. which is a shame because those costumes were cool. Yeah. Uh, are there any that stand out to you? Some of your favorites, some of your like where it's like. I love seeing this. Every time this character shows up, I'm like, <laughs> cool. I mean, Spider-Punk, I definitely know. Yeah. Fist pump every time that character shows up. And I think that character, like Spider-Gwen, has a lot of spin-off potential, should they ever want it. Totally. Yeah, that's definitely one for me. I mean, uh, the, the the Mexican wrestler version, because, oh, yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I'm wondering, here's a question, and it's just it's just more of like a like philosophical theory rather than like a my favorite or anything. But does the House of M Spider-Man, because reality itself was warped around the 616 universe to make mm. Peter Parker the House of M Spider-Man, A, does it continue after they ended it? Mm. Like, does it, does it skew into an alternate tangent and become a reality? Or was it just an alternate version of Peter Parker 616 Spider-Man? Oh, that is a hell of a question. I mean, if this was DC Comics and it was Flashpoint, they'd be like, yes, it continued. Another yeah, Earth it was an, kept going. <laughs> another Earth because it's popular and we want to keep making Thomas Wayne figures. Yeah. But yeah, man, House of M. I mean, I definitely think you could argue for it. Yeah. I, I don't know if Marvel would want it to be that case, but I think you could definitely make the argument. Right? I, I would like to see that. I, I'd like to see that continue in some way because I think that's a neat idea that could be explored, especially if it's like, does that Spider-Man know he's a fake? Like, yeah. does does he have the same lesson? It's it's interesting. Is he Fair. still Green Goblin? Yeah, good question. Uh, 
what was it? Ruben asked a question, so I'll get into that one. Uh, Ruben says, uh, at the beginning of the 2000s, they did Mangaverse and fairy tale versions, where Peter was Cinderella mm. and at night MJ was Red Hood. Yes, uh, I remember that. Jumping on that. The Real Zoo says, remember that Sobolski Spider-Man fairy tales book? Four issues, four different Spider-Mans, like Prince of Arachne, uh, A Knight, and Izumi from Japan. Uh, yes, I do remember that because you have those books. And uh, <laughs> I, I actually, uh, what was it? There's some great art from Ricardo Tercia, uh, which shows you like these four different spider people. Um, and yeah, Sibolsky, by the way, worked on that. Current editor in chief <laughs> of Marvel Comics. Interesting. Um, yeah, you get a lot of interesting uh, stuff in there. You got some Rhino, some Hobgoblin, Carnage is in that book. I mean, I'm a um, sucker for any time. It's like, let's take these characters, but make them knights and put them in a fantasy land. Yeah. Uh, the reality of a little red riding hood variant of Spider-Man is also in there. So <laughs> you get that, which I don't know if that's Spider-Girl or Spider-Man. Um, Girk Pectus, uh, an alternate Spider-Man I wish we would get is what if he was born a mutant with different powers and yeah. how would that affect the spider bite? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. How come they never did like, what if he was just an X-Man? Well, there was that great story, wasn't it? It was a continuation of Renew Your Vows, where they're like, well, maybe we should send our daughter to mutant school. Maybe she yes. would have a leg up in this. And it's kind of like Spider-Man being like, well, I didn't have no fancy mutant school growing <laughs> up, and I turned out fine. It's like, but don't you want to give your kids more than you had, Peter? And that's kind You're of not the a mutant, Spider-Man. That's why he didn't get the school. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's his thing, but he's also like kind of being a little resentful. It's like, I wish I could have gone to mutant school. Maybe things would have been better for me if I did. It would not have. <laughs> yeah, because then you would have been forever pulled into the X-Men soap opera drama, which you already have enough on your own. Yeah, yeah. By the way, where is the Age of Apocalypse? <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> mm. I mean, I think everyone died. I think that's the idea. True. Um. Ruben reminds us that I think House of M. Peter died impaled on the goblin, uh, like Green Goblin. Yeah, but like, so. But, but what if he didn't? I mean, I mean, Green Goblin died when the Goblin Glider impaled him, and he still lived. Exactly, right? Uh, apparently, there is an Age of Apocalypse Spider-Man. Um, oh, did I miss that? I'm just looking at it from another place. I uh, Though, means unknown, the Spider-Man got his powers during a war between mutants and humans that, as there was never anyone who led the mutants in peace, he was part of the Avengers, led by Captain America. During the battle, uh, two more time travelers, Bishop and Shard, appeared on the battlefield. They took Wolverine and Storm with them as they jumped through another time. Huh. He's just a cameo. He has no speaking role, and Aww. the image of him is blurry, and he looks like he's Ben Riley in the Scarlet Spider costume. Oh, see, I'm looking at one right now. It's, uh, I guess, when they did a series of uh, variant covers to honor the anniversary of Age of Apocalypse. Ah, uh, yes, I'm seeing that, too, and it's they pretty did neat. Spider -Man. Yeah, red eyes, more blue than red on the design there, a little armored. I like it. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Do that. Yeah. Where's that? Yeah. If Gwenpool and Spider-Gwen exist... You should be able to draw like to do this. That, that's at least like again a three issue mini right there. Spider Man: Age of Apocalypse, the story you never knew. Yeah, and yes, thank you, uh, uh, King Sport Cal uh, or King Sport Cal. Uh, yeah, he faked his death, I think, to like retire and live with his family. Hmm. That's how that ended, and then of course it didn't because like you know, Mark Wade wrote the mini series, but it was part of the Bendis series, and right. it's, it's reality. But yeah, so uh, there's a lot of different. There's, according to just the Wikipedia, there's, there's literally hundreds there's literally, upon hundreds. Yeah, there's there's over a hundred in this list. I mean, like there's different versions of your favorites. Like there's you know there's there's a there's a spider there's a man spider. Uh, you know there's spider cop. Uh, you know who's actually from the video game. Yeah, they put him in the comic book. Ha ha ha. Uh, 
you know, Savage Spider-Man. I mean, there's a mazillion uh, of Spider-Mans that are alternate multiple multiversions. Um, what's fun is to see while we do like, it's fun to see Spider-Man explored in different alternate realities to show you different identities or different Definitely. Like, costumes or different concepts. Um, for me, it's fun to see how the like reference to Spider-Man uh, is like the origin or at the very least his morality or his lesson is still kind of like preserved for the most part. It's very um, interesting, isn't it? It's like Peter Parker is such a well sketched character as it is that you can change so much. And yet the core almost always stays the same. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, though I think the fun of it, like everybody loves a good alternate Spider-Man. And I think the fun of it is seeing how different it is. Absolutely. But it's like, because Spider-Man is so exposed because you see so much Spider-Man out there and you know, Spider-Man, like he is his origin i think is probably more recognizable at this point by the co- by the casual mm-hmm. like everyday person than batman's it's it's universal i would say it's right up there with superman where it's like yeah he gets bitten by a spider yep get bit by a spider it's so simple they make fun of him for it whenever he says that's his origin absolutely right it's like whoa we came up with it in the 60s and it hasn't been changed yeah because it's so like deliciously simple it doesn't need to be any more than it was and beautifully science fiction that we can keep updating it. Sometimes it was a radioactive spider. Sometimes it's a gene spliced spider. Yeah, no. And they, yeah, that gene one, they really got a lot of mileage out of that one. Ultimate all the way to the movies. Yeah. Um, Kev will change it again. I'm sure for the next big science thing, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, We can't forget PS4 Spider-Man. I love PS4 Spider-Man. He like uh, one. I, or one I mentioned earlier is a distillation life story. It's I I think it's more like a distillation of Spider-Man. Like, it's a, uh, it's it's boiled down to a rue of Spider-Man. Like this mm. is this is the core of Spider-Man. It's it's got it all. It, there's a heavy implication of other things. Oh yeah. But we're really focusing on just this one story he's in, early in his career too, which I like. Yeah, but not so early. Not so early that like he's he's a greenhorn and we got to do a reinvention of every villain. Like there's a ton of villains that are previously established that we don't see or that we saw references to they find the sweet spot yeah it's been around yeah did uh, did you hear apparently tom holland got to play the new spider-man game while making the new spider-man movie and he was just blown away by it. he's like can, can we do some of these action scenes in here can no. i can i do one of those i did not see that that's awesome good that's for an him. article making the rounds and i'm like damn damn tom holland why but why are you so good tom right? holland <laughs> right uh that's awesome uh, the real Zoobs Lucha Danny mentioned Hostess Fruit Pie Spider Man. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Killed too soon. Left too soon. I agree. Loved it. Likewise, Spider Man and his amazing friend Spider Man, who we know exists because he's one of the first ones Dan Slot has killed. Yeah. I don't consider any of the deaths to be canon. I'm like, screw that. That's like that's like rage inducing because it's just so like mean spirited and gross. It, it's it's very DC Comics uh, identity crisis, isn't it? Let's kill and brutalize all these side characters because why not? Seriously, um, media Ma, uh, Max says, "What if uh, Spider Man was Punisher?" We talked about that one. Great costume. One. Uh, I didn't really like the issue, but I like the costume. Uh, King King Sport Cal uh, Joel, you got any brief thoughts on the Hawkeye episode five? Also, I love the black suit, Spidey. Before Venom came along, love you, bros. Shut up, Joel. Uh, Joel, don't be very careful. Don't, don't spoil the episode. I, I won't say the big thing, but I will just say it is good. If you have been waiting and thinking and theorizing, I think you will be pleasantly surprised. Really like what they're doing with Echo. They are working overtime to spin her off into her own show and everything there. 
and I like her. She's good. She's got a lot of she, she's got attitude and a lot of like, you know, expressiveness, you know, for a character who speaks an American sign language and everything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I totally follow a whole episode with or I'd follow a whole series with this lady and just man, can I just say Florence Pugh is just also amazing and just so commanding how yeah. she can go from like, oh, I'm wacky and funny looking at me, but I'm also deadly serious as well, too. <laughs> yeah, I like her a lot. I, I She came into her own in this one uh, a little bit more than the last one. Mm, I would agree very much so. And I'm like, is, is she going to get a movie series? Is she going to get a TV show? Because I would very happily follow Yelena around to have a sure she'd like that. <laughs> uh, Ruben also, Ruben, Castaneda Sosa says, are there alternate versions of Miles Morales? Well, read Spider-Men 2. Oh, yeah, there's... find out that there is an alternate version of Miles Morales, and you'll be very surprised where he ends up. He's, he, he's alternate in a weird way. He almost stretches the definition of alternate. It's like, well, you, but here, but he, but you. Yes. Uh, okay. So freaking weird. Uh, also, you know, he's got a clone saga, so there are a bunch of them, but like, it's not, yes. uh, you know. Yeah. So there's the D&D &D version of Miles from that alternate universe oh, which I enjoyed okay, a lot. All right. Uh but yeah, so the the point being there is a ton. But we really really appreciate you guys like sharing your own personal ex uh you know favorites and ex uh, let us know in the comments if you caught this after it was live. Check the comments down below and uh share your own favorite alternate reality or alternate multiversal version of Spider-Man. Uh so uh that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're really lucky to have you. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to youtube.com slash returns. Help us out. Uh, if you haven't already, also go to youtube.com slash comic pop and get us to 100,000 subscribers. We're 1,000 subscribers away at the time of this show. Uh, so otherwise, that's it. Go check out Cape Joel and hang out Thank with you. us later. We're going to be back on Monday. We're going to be talking about No Way Home. Nonstop spoilers. Tiffany and I are going to be doing our live episode of Off the Rack where we review comics just to talk about No Way Home. So I hope I'll have seen your the movie by then or had a chance to. Well, if you haven't, just uh, you know, just just hit the watch later button. <laughs> I promise we will not spoil anything for the first two minutes of the episode, just so you can get your bearings and check us out. Otherwise, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. And happy New Year to all of you. Yeah. Happy holidays. I don't know when we're gonna come back. Whether I think next week is off, but then we'll be back for 2022 we, we, we got ideas we're already kicking around uh, stuff we want to do so much yeah it's just business as usual folks so uh you know no 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 hiccups or bumpy rides but you know i got a I got a placeholder next week just in case so you nice. don't miss anything you won't miss a week uh thanks a lot for hanging out with everybody have a great weekend and be safe so long.